Oh, hello. What's going on? It's Thursday already, July 12th. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNSTAM 792 songs. Most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, number one, the Trumpster is done with NATO. He is now in, in Britain, but he had an uh, impromptu press conference this morning where he said uh, that the countries of NATO, they, they have pledged to pay more money. Um, they're going to get to their, at least their 2%. They're going to pay more. It's what's going to happen. However, his buddy, the French guy, uh, Macron, he says, no, no, no. We're only going to hit the 2%. Uh, so he's, is Trump lying? Is Trump telling the truth? Is he stretching? We don't, who knows? Who knows? But uh, he's getting a tap by the media. We will, I'll, I'll, I'll get you the latest on that. Second thing that I think you need to know, Peter Strzok, that ridiculously Biased piece of garbage FBI agent. Uh, he's going to testify today. His uh, lover chickened out yesterday. She chickened out. But he's going to testify today, I guess, about whatever happened when, um, you know, the, the Trump-Russia thing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, here's the thing. I, I have. I hope something good happens. I Every time this happens, the hype builds up, things are said, and it's forgotten by the end of the day. Am I right or am I right? But he is going to be there. And, uh, and and he is going to uh, say whatever the hell he's going to say. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know, um, and I just find this funny. Do you need to know it? It may change, but it is what it is. Uh, good old Stormy Daniels, the porn star, suing Trump, arrested because she was grabbing uh, the butt of an undercover cop out there in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, nothing says credibility like that. Am I right or am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three things I think you need to know. Now, um, so there's a, there's a lot to be said as to what happened. I mean, yesterday when we played the, uh, the sound bites, Trump was all over, uh, these countries in NATO all over. He didn't take any crap. The NATO president, Germany called them all out, start paying, blah, 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 blah. Um, if you remember... Um, and Ryan is out for a while because, uh, he has earned that right to be out for a while. So Jasmine is in today. Jasmine, can you get number 37 ready? Um, do you remember Trump saying, Hey, I don't get it. Germany won't get to their 2% level, but they cut a deal. They cut a deal with Russia. They, they won't pay for us to protect them in NATO to the full level they're supposed to. They pledged but they're giving Russia billions of dollars. They want us to protect them from Russia, and they won't pay for it, but to their level. But they they cut a deal with Russia to get uh, oil and natural gas from Russia. I mean, that makes no sense. And the media just jumped all over Trump. What an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. What are you saying? Just a fool. Ogre. Whatever, right? Well, uh, let's have a flashback. To 2016, when Secretary of State John Kerry was also against this pipeline. It's called the Nord Stream 2. That's where Germany gets its energy. 800-mile pipeline. Uh, Natural gas going from eastern Russia to northern Germany through the Baltic Sea. It's right there. It's right there. So May 4th, 2016, in Washington, D.C., John Kerry made this statement, 
sitting right next to European Union high representative. Don't you love a high representative, not a low? How do you get to be the high rep? You're just representative and high representative, like senior and like regular? Anyway, uh, EU high rep Federica Mogherini and Energy Secretary Ernest Moniz. They're talking about energy security, things like that. So uh, John Kerry was not happy with what Germany did. Listen to this. Here we go. We're also going to discuss one other specific issue of deep concern to me and to everybody here, and I think that's the Nord Stream 2 uh, pipeline. Uh, this project has provoked a very heated debate on both sides of the Atlantic, and we are convinced would absolutely have an adverse impact on Ukraine, on Slovakia, and Eastern Europe. No way! So when John Kerry said it, the media was like, well, works for us. Not a problem there. That's, that's all right. Smartest man ever with that awesome Iran deal. and everything. Oh, yeah, Trump says it. Idiot doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, by the way, the day before that, May 3rd, 2016, then Vice President Joe Biden, Hansy Joe, Gropen Joe, whatever you want to call him, right? Uh, he actually was speaking in Latvia, and he also was against this pipeline. Biden said Russian gas should be part of the European market, but then said there needs to be competition. Europe didn't, quote, need new pipelines that lock in a greater reliance on Russia. Oh. Ooh. And Joe Biden said, for the first time, gas from the United States is being used here in Europe. And every country in Europe can now buy that American resource. That's critical because Europe needs diverse sources of gas. Yes, diverse sources of gas. Funny, huh? Diverse sources of gas. Which, by the way, you get at certain restaurants. Anyway, uh, not new pipelines that lock in a greater reliance on Russia. Russia, Russian gas can and should be part of the European market, but it needs to be open and competitive. So he's saying enough is enough. Like, why, why are you doing this kind of stuff? So there you go. Trump says it, moron. Biden and Kerry say it. Brilliant. Brilliant. Isn't that pretty good? I thought that was, uh, was interesting. Um, the media was losing their minds all day yesterday, all day long, all night long. We have sound bites of that coming up. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, Anderson Cooper stuff is, is coming up, and he contradicted himself in such phenomenal ways. I mean, such great ways uh, that, you, I don't know, you're going you're gonna to they try so hard to rip Trump that this is what they do. However, this will be the, the uh, statement that people are talking about, too. Can you put 41 real quick? Uh, this morning at this impromptu press conference, over 40 minutes, Trump's in there taking questions from everybody. Uh, and um, you'll hear the question from the uh, European reporter. Listen to this. Here we go. We understand your message, but some people ask themselves, will you be tweeting differently once you board the Air Force One? Thank you. No, that's other people that do that. I don't. I'm very consistent. I'm a very stable genius. <laughs> and I could have, you know what, it, it's, it's, there's something coming to my my uh, my mind, my memory. I think he said something like that before as well, or he called himself a stable genius and stuff like that. I, it's just it's just a classic Trump, just classic Trump. But this is leadership, and the fact the media hates it. What do you expect? Listen, they didn't condemn freaking Benghazi for God's sakes. They bought into Obama's thing because they wanted to buy into Obama's thing. So, whatever. 
Whatever. All right. So there's a lot more. We'll talk about, um, uh, again, Trump saying countries are going to pay more. We'll get that soundbite. We'll get into Anderson Cooper as well. 640 this morning. Martha McSilence. Yes, that's Martha McSally. Uh, you know how she won't talk to me. Right? Won't talk to me. Won't come on the show. Everything else. Uh, I thought it was awesome when she was in Saddlebrook. One of the listeners, one of my listeners, asked her first question to her. She took questions to the audience. First guy said, uh, why won't you go on Garrett Lewis's show? Which I thought was hilarious. I mean, that's awesome. And you know she got mad. She got angry. She was just grabbing those reasons. Anyway, so, um, and she said, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm too busy getting out my message, which, again, is a hell of an answer, considering this is a radio station that communicates in a fantastic way. It's not like you can get your message to tens of thousands of people. Brilliant. Anyway, um, apparently there was a Chamber of Commerce meeting uh, where people were invited, and Martha McSally was going to be there. And then she saw, she was introduced to someone from the press, and she had a request. That was awesome. 710 this morning, Brandon Martin running for Congress. Uh, CD2, Republican guy. He's going to be in here. You're going to learn about him, um, his military background, all kinds of stuff. Uh, his thoughts on, on everything that's happening in the world, the important things, you name it. Uh, so don't go anywhere. Again, coming up at about 5, some Anderson Cooper stuff and the Trumpster on uh, the, uh, the Allies ponying up some more money. We'll get to all that. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792, Sons, most stimulating talk. 628, thanks for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you. Uh, media meltdown continues. It's like day after day. And it, you normally get sick of it, but it's so entertaining because it's so dumb, right? That's what I think. 75 out now, 93 in thunderstorms today, just like yesterday. Uh, thunderstorms all the way through Tuesday, it looks like, next week. Uh, and then uh, maybe a few days break, but who cares? It's, it's way in advance. 97 in scattered thunderstorms tomorrow for, for Friday. Um, so Anderson Cooper started out his, uh, his awesome CNN broadcast. Again, all these guys fear Trump. They fear Trump so much. He contradicts himself in such great ways. I want you to hear some Anderson Cooper. This is how he started. 42, if you don't mind. 42. He started his show on CNN last night. Normally, they don't do anything with Anderson Cooper because it's just it's pointless. But this is just funny to me. The overreaction. Listen to Anderson Cooper from last night. Here we go. It's like the world gone crazy this morning. Trump's performance was beyond belief. Good evening, everyone. That quote is from a senior European diplomat talking to CNN about the NATO summit in Brussels and what the president said there today. Now, this diplomat, we should point out, is not alone. The Western allies have been talking about it. The Russians have been talking about it. The world is, and tonight so will we. Yet, as shocking as it may be to our allies, as troubling as it is to some American lawmakers on both sides of the aisle, Mm. it should not be surprising whether voters at the time gave it much credence. What happened today in Brussels is what Donald J. Trump campaigned on. Mm -hmm. He said he was going to do this. Yep. He said he was going to do it. Promise made, promise kept. He said he was going to do it. Exactly. What's so wrong about that? What's so wrong about that? Now, here we go. Uh, I want you to hear this from Anderson. 43, if you don't mind. Uh, 43. Listen to this guy. Here we go. And I'll, he contradicts himself next. Here we go. The problem is the beliefs he campaigned on and tweeted about and stirred up crowds with on the stump, they do not happen to be based in fact. And the concern is he either does not know or does not care to know. Or worse, mm. that he does know better but chooses instead to disregard the facts to make some larger point. There you go. So he doesn't know it. He's he's lying or he's stupid or both. You know, what, he, what he's saying is not true. It's just there's no facts behind it. And what is he saying? Countries aren't spending enough, right? Not spending enough. Trump is saying it. It's just simply not true. But then Anderson Cooper, 44, 
uh, in his own monologue, said this. Members have their own defense budgets and have agreed to spend 2% of GDP on defense by the year 2024. Mm-hmm. Now, as you can see from estimated 2018 numbers, some have already hit the target, some have not. And yes, the United States does spend far more than any other oh. NATO country. And yes, past American presidents, including the most recent one, have criticized NATO members for not spending enough on defense. Past presidents have done... No way. So wait a second. I thought he was factually incorrect. Was the last guy, Obama, was he wrong too? Was he wrong? One more. One more. Uh, 45. 45. Uh, Anderson Cooper. Here we go. Past presidents have referred to burden sharing, even used words like contributing. They have not, however, said or suggested that other NATO countries owe the United States money, let alone back payments, which, again, these two countries do not. And other presidents have openly recognized that NATO member nations contribute to the forward bases that allow the U.S. to be a global military Mm, superpower. Allow us. Also, that many sent soldiers who died for us in Afghanistan after 9-11 because the NATO treaty, Article 5, calls for just that. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh Uh-huh, so past presidents have complained. Burden sharing, all that, but Trump's factually not correct. He's an idiot. He's like, really? Uh, And by the way, um, allow us, allow us to have bases there so we could be a superpower. Uh, They don't have to let us be there. The reason they allow us to be there, Anderson, is because they want us there because they want our protection. And what Trump is saying is it's time for you to pick up some of the costs. We can't keep doing it. Can't get it's not a hard thing to to realize, right? And yeah, they they worked with us in the Middle East after 9-11 because they also, besides the fact that they said that, you know, they agreed to it, they also had their own, I don't know if you heard about this or not, uh terrorism problems in Europe. You know, they have quite a Quite a few terrorism problems out there. Yep, there you have it. That's the media for you. All right, 632. So much more to get to. Uh, you know, there's a there's an American. You sit back and say, and I'm not a biggest tennis fan, but like, where are the American men? Like, Andre Agassi was like the last, I guess, really good American tennis player. Well, there's some other guy that made the uh, semifinals in Wimbledon. We'll get to this later on in the show. He's 6'8". 6'8", tennis player. Uh, He said some things about Trump. You may want to hear. We'll get to that. However, coming up in about five, Martha McSilence won't talk to uh, to me. Um, She's afraid to. I mean, you're afraid to answer questions. Anyway, there was a meeting. She had she was apparently brought into a meeting uh, up in Payson Chamber of Commerce meeting. And she was introduced to a member of the media. And wait till you hear what she did after that. That's coming up right now. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Right now, I want you to know. That. You can save upwards of 40% on your energy bills if you want the sun to do some of the powering. That's right. Solar Solution AZ. They're a local company, right? They're a local company. They have solar panels up on Ryan's roof for five years now. Uh, It works. He's saved a lot of money. They've installed over 3,000, 3,000 units over 3,000 here in Southern Arizona, TEP, APS, Trico, and every other electric provider. Um, there's no pressure, literally no pressure at all when it comes to, to Solar Solution AZ. Uh, they go to your house. Get, it's free obligation, no pressure whatsoever. They let you know how many panels you need, what it's going to cost, uh, looking at what your savings may be, and then gone. Uh, and they're very professional. The way they install things, Ryan said that. They're up, they're down. I mean, it. Everything's clean where it needs to be. That's what they do. 
They've even picked up the slack for other people that didn't use Solar Solution AZ. They used other companies that are now gone. Solar Solution AZ has been here. Uh, they're established. And they have, get ready for this, they have over seven programs where you can get panels on your roof or wherever they need to be for no money down. Solar Solution AZ, see how much money you can save. Get a free, uh, no-pressure obligation. Get a quote, find out more information. Call 858-0220. Do it before TEB changes their reimbursement rates. Get grandfathered in. 858-0220. Go to solarsolutionaz.net. Ding talk. Oh, it is. 640, how you doing? Three things I think you need to know. The Trumpster left NATO, had an impromptu press conference. 40 minutes answering questions. Said he's a stable genius, which I think is epic. Uh, I, too, am a stable genius. Now, uh, he also said, he also said that... uh, there is going to be uh, more spending. The other countries in NATO have agreed to up their spending and get there, and he wants it eventually to be 4%. However, the French president, Macron, he said, uh, listen, there's no, there's nothing new here. We just said we're going to get to our goals. So who's telling the truth? I don't know. If you hate Trump, he's lying. If you like Trump, he's not. Second thing that I think you need to know, Peter Stroke disgraced FBI agent Peter Stroke, this friggin' guy, Peter Stroke. Um... Well, Peter Stroke has, uh, is going to testify today before Congress. What's going to happen? How in the hell do I know? How do I know? Who knows? I'm just over this whole idea of expecting something to happen, and then nothing ever really happens. But he's going to be there answering questions, and we'll see what happens. We'll see the swamp, give him the, the easy questions, and go from there. Uh, third thing. That I think you need to know, Stormy Daniels, uh, the legitimate classy lady that is suing President Trump and then using this attention to go on a uh, nationwide strip club tour, has been arrested for uh, for basically uh, feeling up some undercover police officers while dancing. We'll get to the details on that because I find them entertaining what she did to these guys. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, However... Martha McSilent, uh, proving her nickname. Uh, this is, a, this is a, f- a phenomenal story right here. So as you know, forever, again, she won't come on this show. They canceled last minute, like six months ago, whatever it was. Because uh, her PR company, when she announced her senatorial bid, didn't realize how much she hates me. Doesn't want to come on the show and actually answer questions, which is really remarkable to me. You know, because she's, you know, she's a pair of ovaries. And she's taken on terrorists, so she's not afraid of liberals in the Senate. That's what she said. But she is apparently afraid to come on this radio show and actually answer questions. You know, be a public servant, whatever. Uh, I'm not the only one, apparently. There's a story from the uh, world-famous Payson Roundup. You ever hear the Payson Roundup? It's a newspaper in Payson. I've never been to Payson. Is it near Sholo? Is it near Pinta? I don't know. Rim County. Right, it's where it is. Anyway, uh, the headline is what got me. And by the way, I invited the reporter, Teresa McQuarrie, to come on the show. Uh, so she could, I mean, I have her, I didn't really need her, but I was like, you know what, if you want to talk about any, you know, it's always nice to hear detail with words. And and uh, her response to me was uh, not interested. So, whatever. However, she wrote a story, McSally kicks reporter for a meeting. And I'm, I'm looking at that and I'm like, like literally kicked her? Like, like you know, on back and right in the shin. A little bit of a misleading headline. Admittedly enough, I was kind of hoping it would be that way because I think it'd be funny if McSally kicked somebody. 
She kicked them out, of course. I want you to hear this, okay? The Payson Roundup was made aware in late June of a July 3rd meeting. Republican candidate Martha McSally wanted to have with RIM Republicans and members of the board of the RIM County Regional Chamber of Commerce. So it's their Chamber of Commerce, right? She, I want to have a meeting. The Roundup, the newspaper, is a member of the Chamber, so it's general manager is a guy named Gary Tackett. He's on the board of directors for the Chamber of Commerce up there in Rim County. He was sent the invitation, so then he sent it to his editorial department. The invitation from the Gila County Republican Chairman, Gary Morris, did not indicate it was a closed meeting. It said U.S. Senate candidate Martha McSally will be in Payson on July 3rd and has requested to conduct a roundtable with business leadership and elected officials. She asked me to extend invitations to the chamber to see if there are members of the chamber's board of directors that may want to attend. I've already extended an invitation to county and local elected officials. Not all the public, but a lot of the public and not officially closed. Like didn't say media can't be there. None of, right? None of that stuff. And again, the newspaper is a member of this and the GM is part of the board. So this reporter, Teresa McQuarrie, Wrote immediately after I introduced myself to the congresswoman, McSally went to one of her staff and then spoke to Morris. Morris, in turn, came to me. Again, Morris is the Gila County Republican chairman. So that guy went to this reporter, she writes. He came to me and said McSally wanted me to leave. It was a closed meeting. McSally wanted me to leave. So this reporter writes, I pointed out the chamber had sent an email blast about the meeting. The Republican county chairman up there in Gila County, Gary Moore, said the Republicans had wanted chamber members to attend. I told him the roundup, the newspaper, is a member of the chamber. Morris still asked me to leave. Later, McSally's communications manager called the roundup and said the candidate could give me a few minutes after or give me a few minutes at 9 a.m. I rejected the offer and told the staffer if the congresswoman didn't want coverage of a meeting with the public, select as it was, I was not interested in interviewing her. She writes, if a candidate wants to let the public, all the area's voters, know about them and what they represent, it seems they would welcome any opportunity to have press coverage. Huh. So, um, Martha McSally goes back and forth on issues tries to change her past, tries to, tries to scrub her past, is not willing to go on all of the media, not at all, and goes as far as saying, I want that person out. Literally, this reporter actually introduced herself to Martha McSally, and then, hi, and couldn't even, goes over to staff, I want her to leave. I want her to leave. Martha McSilent, I mean, what are you trying to hide How many stupid things can this woman do on a campaign? How many? And, you know, how secretive can you be that you literally want to say stuff without the media reporting it? You know, that screams of swamp, by the way. Backroom deals. You name it. This is exactly what we don't want. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I have more on this. I got to get a couple of other stories as well. You can comment if you'd like. Martha McSilent literally just... Kicking a reporter out. Uh, No transparency whatsoever. 
Uh, and you know what? Again, what she told a uh, a listener of mine at Saddlebrook when she took questions: Why don't you go on Garrett Lewis's show? I'm too busy getting out my message. So apparently, maybe she was too busy getting out her message to this small group that she kicked the reporter out. I don't. I want to get my message out by not talking to you, reporter. Just, I mean, not that bright. Not that bright. Six forty-eight. Back in five. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most. Stimulating talk. She keeps on stepping on herself over and over and over again. I mean, she she was part of that uh, amnesty bill, if you remember. And a couple of months ago, it came out that she she asked to have her name taken off a bill that would have given amnesty to illegal aliens, DACA kids, that kind of stuff. Uh, her office scrubbed a video where she was demanding protection at a congressional hearing. She was John Kelly was at a Homeland Security at the time. She was she said we need to protect the DACA people. That's my constituents. They want that. And then they scrubbed it from the website as if we wouldn't find out about that. The internet's like herpes. It never goes away. Uh and now she's, you know, obviously she won't come on this show. And now she's kicking out reporters. Like what could she have and then you sit back and say what could she have possibly said that would have made her so apprehensive to have a reporter hear it and report it? What do you have to hide? You know, her new hero, and we know, listen, we know she doesn't like Trump. You know she doesn't like Trump. She never liked Trump. She she won't admit she didn't vote for him. Just be honest. Um, Trump talks to people all the time. Wants to have a meeting, invites cameras in. Put it all out there. It's all out of the public. That's just what happens. So you sit back and say, we're sick and tired of these people with their backroom dealings and everything else. And when Martha McSally kicks someone out, I mean, she's doing this to herself. Look, if she somehow beats Kelly Warren, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. If she beats Kelly Warren in the primary, um, I think there's a good chance that she's going to lose to Kirsten Cinema. And it's not because Kirsten Cinema is so good because she's an absolute nut. But I really think people have had it, and they are so mad and so fed up. And I don't support this, but they are so mad and so fed up that they're going to stay home and they're going to say, "I'm not going to vote. I'd rather have Kirsten Cinema." A Democratic nut who, by the way, she is trying so hard to act like some kind of a moderate with these statements and everything else. It's such she is like the she's the Democratic version of Martha McSally. She is as fake as a three dollar bill. But she is uh, Martha is going to make people stay home or just out of spite. Just out of spite. Vote for Kirsten and say, I'll wait another six years, which is frightening, by the way, to try to get someone up, which, by the way, I think is the wrong thing to do. Because, again, um, you're going to get 10 pounds of dog poop with Kirsten Cinema, and you're going to get three pounds of dog poop with Martha McSally. And you're going to be forced to eat dog poop if Kelly Ward loses, right? That's what it comes down to. So ask yourself, you have to do it. Would you rather eat 10 or three? At least, you know, when it comes to the president stuff, she'd be on his side for some things. Now, again, you don't know which Martha to trust. And you just sit back and say, get a freaking clue. It looks awful. I mean, it looks bad when you kick people out. What could she have said? What could have been so damning? Maybe this goes back to a couple of years ago before she said she's running for Senate. A little actually was a year ago. Uh, If you remember, we played the sound bites on the show. She was having some kind of a meeting with bankers. And somebody from the Indivisible movement snuck in, recorded it, and put it out there. And she was talking about how the president's screwing things up, blah, blah, blah. So maybe that's why she wants something. But but what is she really saying then? And what are you saying privately that you can't say publicly? And now she's going to go into uh, silence mode even more now. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Uh, Brandon Martin. 
is coming up. He's running for uh, CD2. He's a Republican. Uh, there's a primary going on. He's going to be in studio with me, talk about uh, all kinds of things, his views, his background, and how the establishment candidate wanted to get him out of the race as well. Don't go anywhere. All right, it's 7.08. It is Thursday, July 12th. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. And there are three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Trumpster has left NATO. He has landed in uh, the UK, but uh, he had an impromptu press conference earlier today where he said, great news, these countries have now said they're going to pay their fair share. They're going to do it. They're going to do more quickly. It's going to happen. However, the French president said, yeah, there's actually no news here. We all said we're going to do it by 2024. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see who is telling the truth. The French president's trying to downplay it. Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Peter Stroke. The uh, the guy that had the affair with Lisa Page, the FBI. I mean, he, the guy that hates Trump from the FBI and tried to do everything he could to stop him from winning or get him impeached is uh, going to testify on Capitol Hill any moment now. He actually showed up unlike his lover, Lisa Page. Uh, Lisa Page didn't show yesterday. His, her lawyer said she uh, she didn't have time to review the documents. What documents? Her own texts? Third thing I think you need to know uh, is, and I'll tell you what, this is, uh, this is just funny stuff to me. Uh, porn star Stormy Daniels arrested in Columbus, Ohio yesterday, uh, because she, uh, she was basically, uh, sticking her body parts, uh, into the faces of, it's true, uh, undercover Columbus police officers. Uh, from what I was reading in the affidavit, if I read it correctly, and it was small print, but I believe one of them that, uh, I think the term is motorboat. Anyway, uh, so she got arrested for that. And uh, and her lawyer's like, it was a political thing. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's political. I think what she did crosses party lines. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. All right. Big race going on here in uh, CD2. And uh, what an introduction that is, huh? Uh, Br- Brandon Martin is with us. Uh, he's a Republican. He is running uh, in CD2. Uh, there is the, I don't even know if she's, they're keeping her quiet, but she's the establishment candidate, Leah Marquez-Peterson. We'll, we'll Talk about some stories later, but I want people to know about you and your background, Brandon. Thank you for being here. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good morning. Good morning to all your listeners, Garrett. Yeah, well, um, you're a young guy. Um, you have a uh, military background. Tell people about yourself. Well, military, I was Army Intelligence. Uh, went to Afghanistan. Was there in 2005, uh, fighting for freedom. And uh, I came back and started working at Fort Huachuca as an instructor and then went on to work for the Secretary General Staff as the training coordinator. So I was in charge of training and professional development for 474 civilians before I resigned to run in this race. So that's what, you, what made you say, I, I need to run. It's, it's what I'm going to do. I have a good job. I like what I'm doing. But this is my calling now. Well, I love this country. I love our Constitution. And we have a president that's all about winning. So we're just going to keep winning. And we're not going to get tired of winning. And when people out there say stop, we're going to win some more. Really? Absolutely. So this, 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 is, what, this is what made you do it. Um, so what, what's going to make you a good congressman? I mean, you love, the, you love America. You love the Constitution. Uh, we've talked. You support President Trump. Um, what's going to make you someone that's going get to get to D.C. and get things done? Well, first, I'm going to be accountable. I'm going to be accountable to the people that I represent. And I'm actually going to show up and listen to their concerns and and hear from them and see what they want out of the representative. And then I'm going to make I'm going to make a commitment to my to my constituents. 
I am going to keep myself accountable to them. I am going to adhere to the Constitution and the restrictions that are laid out there. And also, I am going to create weekly videos when I'm in Congress, and I'm going to inform the constituents this is why and how I voted on a bill, and I'm going to keep an hour-by-hour schedule of my activities every day that I'm there. So you'll know if I'm on the floor, you'll know if I'm in a committee meeting, whatever it is, you will know what your representative is doing and why. So you want to you wanna be part of that uh, the change Absolutely. to bring the power back to the people? Well, we've got to drain the swamp, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. We, we've got to get the establishment out of there. And right now, you know, Tucson great city should be greater yeah and right now we got our own little swamp here in the desert there's a little swampy desert out here you know let's get into that before we get into uh to what you think about what trump did at nato what he said today what he did yesterday at that breakfast which i thought was epic um all this the meeting with putin all this stuff and you know our intelligence i mean you obviously are well versed on this um when you when you were getting into this when you were getting into the race um I heard that uh, you were told, basically, get out of the race. Is that right? That is correct. We actually, uh, my campaign issued a press release about it. Yeah. I get a call from uh, left-wing Leah Marquez-Peterson. Leah Marquez-Peterson. And uh, she says, hey, we need to talk. And just happened, we were actually close. She was just leaving Sierra Vista. So she comes over and gets a coffee to go and says, I want you to drop out of the race. Just like that. Just like that. Didn't even get the coffee to stay. Got it to go cup and said, I want you to drop out of the race. So she said, let's meet for coffee. Got the to go cup yep. and said, I want you to drop out of the race. Yes, what, she what, did. What, 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 what is this mafia style right here? <laughs> well, she did try to intimidate me. She's, and, Are you, you know, serious? You're a big dude. I'm, I'm six two, 300 pounds yeah. of just, you know, nonstop yeah. winning. But <laughs> she, uh, she comes in and she says, she says, you know, do you know how much money it takes to win a congressional race? Do you know how much money I've raised? Do you know how much money Martha McSally raised? Look, it takes a lot, and I don't want to spend my money beating you. I want to spend it beating the Democrats. This arrogant woman said all of this to you. She did. And she sat on this show and acted as if she didn't know what chain migration was. Oh, I love that. I listened to that, and I just... Listen to it again. <laughs> it was really. <laughs> you had to school her twice. You had to explain twice. This is what chain migration. Yeah. I picture you holding her hand in studio. You should have seen the look on my face. Now, uh, here's the thing. Was she just dumb about it? Is she really not? Know, or is she lying? How do you not know what it is? And she just didn't want to reveal that she was against it. Does it matter? No, all, no, of, right. all of the above are unacceptable. Well, let's talk about illegal immigration then. Because um, uh, Leah, and again, she didn't show up to the debate that I moderated. Uh, that you took part in. She was raising money up in uh, Maricopa, which isn't even in the district. Um, she, listen, she hates Trump. Oh, yeah. She hates Trump. She is, uh, she's not for the wall. She was, the, you know, the head of the Tucson Chamber, uh, Tucson Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Uh, she wants open borders. She wants all this. She wants to bring people in here like there's no tomorrow. And, she, and she's going to hide like McSally because it's all from the same swamp. I mean, the same people that manage McSally are, ma- are managing her. Um your views on illegal immigration, what do we need to do? What, what is your plan? If you're able to meet, you get elected and you meet President Trump. Yeah. And he says, Brandon, what do we do? First, we secure the border. So I'm a no, strong no amnesty. And we are not going to make an immigration deal until we secure the border. We how do, saw how do we secure it? First, we build a big wall, big, yeah. beautiful wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. We build that wall. And then we actually move towards the real security aspect, which is, 
people on that wall, people watching the wall, technology watching the wall. You know, I would love to move an infantry division down to Fort Huachuca. Mm-hmm. Move move a, a brigade size element, not maybe maybe not a division, maybe a little too ambitious, but a brigade size element, and put uh, put posts along that border and have them patrolling that wall. Now, not p- performing policing actions in the states, but so we don't have to worry about posse comitatus, but actually keeping kidnappings, murders, human drug trafficking from happening, which to me are all terrorist activities when they come from outside this country. Now, what would they do? Uh, would they have the ability to arrest? What would you know? What would just just spot it and call it into border patrol? What would they do? Yeah, if you have if you have the military there on the border watching it, you don't now you don't need to up the border patrol. The levels of border patrol are, are they fine, a, so are they, they able to apprehend in. people? Well, they can detain people right there because it's the international border. They're not in the U.S. You just keep them there and you let Border Patrol come. And what we do is we funnel them to the ports of entry. Then they can be properly screened, see mm-hmm. why they're coming here, what diseases they may be, what they what they may have, mm-hmm. you know, because not all the world's vaccinated like we are. No. So we screen these people properly, see why they're coming here, if it's a legitimate reason they really need asylum, or if they're just coming over here to do bad things. What else? And by the way, this is Brandon Martin. He is a Republican candidate for CD2 on KNSD AM790. What else when it comes to uh, illegal immigration? So first we secure the border. After that piece is done, we move to really change enforcing the laws that are on the books, first of all. We have laws on the books. We've got to enforce them. But then we actually implement some things that have some teeth. You know, you hear things like e-verify. Mm-hmm. We, we've got to hold people accountable. And if you're breaking the law, you're going to pay for it. We have it here in Arizona. It just barely gets enforced. Yeah. The thing is, is we have laws. And I've told people this before. What makes you think new legislation is is going to do anything mm-hmm. when we can't enforce the laws we already have? Yep. yep. So how do you battle the Chamber of Commerce? And that's Leah's background. How do you battle uh, the forces that say we need the cheap labor? We want the cheap labor. You just reach out to the American people. You tell, look, the American people are sick of it. There's a reason why President Trump won that election. And we said, build that wall and, and, you know, and keep the bad hombres from Mexico from coming across. That's what we do. We secure the border and Americans want to live in safe communities. They don't want to come home and find illegal aliens, illegal immigrants in their household. They don't want to feel unsafe because drugs are pouring across the border. So we have the support out there. We just got to get to the polls. You got to go vote. If you're a conservative and you want a conservative representing you, you need to go vote. What about, uh, real quick before we go to break, when I have more to talk about, um, the news that came out about uh, the new socialist president-elect in Mexico who ran against Trump's uh, the, the devil and the wall's terrible, you should be able to go wherever you want, and now all of a sudden that guy wants a border force to stop illegal aliens from entering Mexico. I think that... One, it's it just goes to show you what the fake news is all about. You know, they make this big deal about it. And then this guy in Mexico wants to build a wall on his southern border. And and, and it gets no coverage, by the way. Yeah. And then he wants to build a border force. Right. So <laughs> and let's let's talk about that, because right now, look, Mexico. Great. You do your thing. They're already tough on immigration. Mm-hmm. But I I really don't care. 
If it's not the American border, I don't care. Let them talk whatever they want to. We're going to secure our border. We're going to protect American citizens and put America first. I want to I want to get back. I want to talk about NAFTA. I want to talk about trade. I want to talk about Trump over there in uh, in Brussels and some things that are near and dear to your heart that you say I, I want to go to D.C. because I want to do A, B, and C, whatever it might be. That's coming up. Brandon Martin. By the way, what's your website? MartinForFreedom.com. Follow us on Facebook. Links. Check us out. Okay. We're going to continue with Brandon Martin in five right here. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Do it. 725. Garrett Lewis with you right here on KNST. Going to be uh, 93 today with some thunderstorms scattered throughout the day. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow me there. Uh, Just did a Facebook Live during the commercial break. Uh, So you can go check that out, and you can share it, and you can do whatever you want with it. I am literally, I mean, I Brandon Brandon Martin's in studio with me, Republican candidate for CD2. uh, Martinforfreedom.com is the website. I am still, I'm not shocked, but I'm shocked if that makes, it makes no sense, but I'm just... Just the area. What, what was your face like? Were you what were you expecting really quick when you had that meeting with uh, uh, the establishment candidate Leah Marquez Peterson? Uh, you know, I figured she's going to come in. She's going to introduce herself. She's going to tell me why she's important and why mm-hmm. she thinks she's going to win. But then she says, "I want you to drop out." And I look right back at her and I say, "You obviously don't know who I am." <laughs> I said, "You better run on the issues because I am going to win up and down the street." I, and I told her, I said, and you should debate, too. And she said, I'm not going to debate. And I said, you she should She said, debate. I'm not going to debate? Yeah, she's like, look, I don't wow, got time. She really she's like, I'm, a, I'm about raising money. She's like, that's all, she, that's all she cares about. I'm raising money. That's, she, you know, she tries to intimidate, saying, you know how much money it takes to win this race? And uh, it's, look, I don't, you raise all the money you want, Leah. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to talk to the voters. I'm going to talk to the stimulated audience on mm-hmm. KNST, and I'm going to win. Unbelievable. I'm not going to debate. I mean, it's like the story I had earlier, McSally. That's her mentor, obviously, kicking a reporter out. She's afraid to talk and say anything in front of a reporter at a meeting. I mean, it's. I'm not going to debate. I'm just going to raise money, which means I'll go. You donate to me. I'll go do whatever you want me to do. That's what it is. That, that, that's the, it's a special interest. I'll, you donate to my campaign. What do you need? I'll do it. It's the establishment. Yep. It's more of the same. Man. All right. So uh, Trump is out there in, uh, he was out there in Brussels. Now he's in uh, the UK. Uh, what'd you think about Trump yesterday uh, sticking it to the NATO president and to Germany, not letting them uh, off the hook about how they're not paying, and, and all the other countries are not paying like they should? Classic Trump. Yeah. Just out there. Try, so, you know, between yesterday and today and the press conference he had, he just, he's winning no matter what. When he comes out of that press conference, he says, yeah, they're going to pay their fair share. NATO is now um, you know, more robust or whatever than they yeah. have been before. And it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's just it's genius. You know, it's like coming out before the polls close and announcing that you won the race. He's won the race while the others are two, still two steps behind He's him. cornering them. Oh, yeah. So what do you think about uh, the French President Macron coming out saying, no, 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 we're just going to do what we do by 2024? I think that guy is dangerous. He represents a movement, the One World Order movement. Do you remember his speech on the floor of Congress mm. that just happened, what, maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. month and a half? He represents what every American should fear, and that is the Clinton-style world government, backroom deals, Uranium One, Clinton Foundation, establishment more of the same. Bad news. Bad yep. news. So uh, what's your take then? I mean, on Trump, uh, on, on, on trade. I mean, you have 
We'll talk about tariffs in a second, but let's get back to, uh, to Mexico again, too, in Canada with NAFTA and how he wants to basically deconstruct NAFTA uh, and what he's doing with China as well. Uh, he's going to put, you know, when it was it another uh, $200 billion in tariffs, uh, slap that on China as well. Um, what's your take? Is that good to aggressive? Is it going to hurt us? So there are many ways to make Mexico pay for the wall. Mm-hmm. And if the thing is, is we have, we're the superpower of the world. We have the world's largest economy. And if you don't want to play ball, then he's making these countries play ball. You're going to step up and play on an, our playing field, not a level playing field, our playing field, because you know what? A strong America keeps Mexico safe, mm-hmm. keeps Canada safe, keeps the world safe. And I don't actually believe in being the world police, but we're just that great of a country that when America is the premier force in the world, the world's a little bit safer. Do you think we need NATO? So do I think we need NATO? No, I don't think we need NATO. I think that the idea behind it, that you know, a force of good is out there, I think that's, that's a good idea. But uh, when these countries aren't stepping up, when they're undermining our values or the principles of why that organization was created and they're going and creating backroom deals with Putin and Russia, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hold them accountable. And the president said it, he said, this is inappropriate. This should not be going on. And you know, it's been going on since at least 2016, if not before, but that's what happens when you get the Macrons and the Merkels and the globalists. Yeah. The globalists, they're selling their identities. They're, they're selling the future of their people and they're not even they're blatant about it they're saying look this is what we're doing and they're destroying their own countries and we're not going to let it happen to america uh brandon martin's on can st am 790 tucson's most stimulating talk he's a republican candidate uh, running for uh, cd2 uh against the establishment one the non-debater money raiser leah uh stick with me if you don't mind i want to talk about some other things health care some more defense stuff Things that you think are important that you'd like to solve if you go to D.C. Sounds good. All right. Well, we're going to continue coming up uh, in about uh, six minutes. Don't go anywhere. Uh, You know, July, and I make fun of people that say this kind of thing, but it's true. July is National Carpet Cleaning Month. Uh, It is. It's National Carpet Cleaning Month. And Zero Res is celebrating that by giving away free stuff. I mean, they're not going all Bernie Sanders, but they're just celebrating. They want you to know what it's like to use powered water. And I've had carpet cleaning companies in my home I've had it. it. never really works that great. Blah, blah. And then I found Zero Res. I've been doing commercials for them for like three years now. It's that good. Zero Res. They are, to celebrate National Carpet Cleaning Month, giving away gallon jugs of their powered water every Saturday. You go to their office on I-10 and Prince, Zero Res's office, every Saturday between 10 a.m. and noon, they'll give you a gallon jug of powered water. You have any stains on your carpet? Put it on there. Let it sit. Blot it out. It's gone. They'll explain to you how it works. I use it. I have an extra gallon jug. I use it to clean my my countertops, my stove, uh, bathrooms, you name it, because it cleans and sanitizes. Whatever they do to the water, they make it work as if it's detergent or soap, but there is no detergent or soap, no harsh chemicals. It cleans the carpet without leaving residue behind. So take advantage of that. And you can get three rooms of carpet, zero resified, clean, sanitized, you name it, for just 99 bucks. Get complete details about all this stuff at ZeroResTucson.com. Ask for the Garrett truck, by the way. It's worked so well, and I can't thank you enough. They actually got a new truck. They put my name on it and my picture on it. Uh, and it cleans the best, and it sucks the best, and it only turns right. Find out more at ZeroResTucson.com. 
Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh yeah, 740, thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one... Uh, is that uh, the Trumpster is now in the UK. He's left NATO. He came out this morning and said, uh, the countries are going to now spend more than they've ever spent. It's, it's going, they're going to big commitments on spending. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And he did a press conference that surprised everybody. He said, we're all, we're getting along so well. Second thing that I think you need to know is that uh, Peter Stroke, the disgraced, lying, cheating FBI agent that hates Trump, is now testifying so the Democrats are going to ask him what he thinks probably about the, the baseball season or something. And the Republicans will ask questions, and I predict nothing will happen. Just me. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that, and this is pretty big news, uh, we are about to surpass Saudi Arabia as the world's top crude oil producer. It's a big freaking deal. That's a huge deal. Three things I think you need to know. Continue with Brandon Martin, uh, candidate for Congress, Republican candidate, CD2. Martin for freedom.com. Just a quick time out. Uh, so the stroke testimony is happening now. Yes. Are you like me? Like, this is all for show. Nothing ever happens with these things. That's the way it's been. But well, it doesn't have to be the way that we move forward. If you're in Congress, how would you change that? What would you do differently? Well, first off, I know how to ask questions. The Army taught me how to ask questions. And second, if you, if you think that they're even going to be serious, they should immediately hold... Um, Lisa Page in contempt. Yes. And immediately hold her accountable because I don't know about you, but if we're subpoenaed and we're told to appear in court and we say, you know what? That sounds great and all, but I haven't read over my notes yet. So I'm just going to sit this one (laughs) out. I'm going to just stay home. Why is it that people that are requested to go to court, whether it's people like Lisa Page, Eric Holder, or illegal aliens, they always get out of it. But if you and me, we skipped it, we'd be in, we'd be in cuffs. Well, I mean, the, those that don't enforce the laws. Yeah. I mean, why would they? Why? Sh- why are they subject to them? Yeah, yeah. You know, we hold ourselves accountable because we're decent human beings. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Okay. Um, uh, so, by the way, your background, really quick, Army intelligence. Yes. I guess you can't say a lot of things about it, but how does your background in Army intelligence? How would that prepare you for your job as a congressman? Well, I was an Army interrogator, and uh, what that does is is that's taught me how to prioritize look at an issue, and go out and and address it. So, for example, you were talking earlier about getting to what I want to do when I get to Congress. Mm -hmm. So first we're going to secure the border, and I'm telling you, I've seen it myself. I fought on the – I was on the Afghan-Pakistan border. We could secure that border tomorrow if we wanted to. So we're going to secure the border first. Next, um, Maya Love out of Utah, Mm -hmm. she has – she had put a bill up uh, as one issue per bill. So um, it was called the um, One Subject at a Time Act. Mm-hmm. I would love to help her with that, you know, do that from the House side, reintroduce something like that, because then we can kill all the special, special interests, all the, all the pork, get rid of all of it. And any amendment that would be put forward on a bill like that, if it doesn't have to do with the subject of the bill, Gone. automatically gone. And that's what kills a lot of things, too, because you have something good and people attach poison pills to it, as they say. Well, they hold our military hostage and yeah. things. They say, you know what? If you're not going to give me my deal on social spending over here, we're not going to give you we're not going to pay the troops. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm tired of that. Let's mm-hmm. one issue per bill. Let's get rid of all the pork and all the special interests. And that's how you drain the swamp. Mm-hmm. You want to drain the swamp? 
Get rid of the incentive. Cut them off at the knees. Take their money. Okay. Um, when it, Brandon Martin's on KNST AM 790, candidate for Congress, CD2. Um, when it comes to uh, asylum, all these claims that are happening, I saw a story this morning. Uh, asylum claims are up. I think it was like, I got to get the exact amount. It might be three or 400%, but they were 800%. But there was a 30% fewer murders in Central America. So they could say everything's dangerous and stuff like that. But it, it's not as dangerous. Um, I'm sure it's not nice. But how would you handle this issue? All these people rushing the border, claiming asylum, everything that's going on. Um, it, it's, just, it's a cluster. They, they're, they're, just, they're causing chaos. Like the president said, if you're really seeking asylum, if you're really coming from a bad situation, do it the right way. Come to a port of entry. Why are you, if you're seeking asylum, why are you with coyotes? Why are you trying to cross a desert? To me, the math doesn't add up there. No. If, you want, if you're escaping a really bad situation, come to the port of entry. Let us screen you. Let us see why you're here. Do it the right way. Would you hold Mexico accountable if all of a sudden more and more Central Americans are crossing our border illegally? Yes. What, what would you do to Mexico to make them uh, work with us and stop that from happening? Well, you, you see what the president with tariffs. Yeah. But what you do is when you build that wall, you don't let them in. You don't let the people in. So that's the square one. That's the whole thing. Who that's cares it. about it? You know what? The let, the, let thousands of people sit there on the opposite side of the international border in Mexico. Then let then let the left and the and the fake news cry out. Let's mm-hmm. see what Mexico does. Mm-hmm. Um, other issues that are near and dear to your heart. If you get to Congress, what are things that, you know border security have that? What what are some other things that you would like to accomplish? Well, besides border security and and one issue per bill, I would like to get a liberty minded representative and a speaker of the house. I want to get uh, I want to get someone who cares about freedom and liberties up there at the speaker who is really serious about cutting spending and who wants to return to constitutional principles, who wants to live in Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution. And not only that, but I want to take over the leadership and change the Republican platform. Have you read the Republican platform nationally or for the state of Arizona? No. They talk about about constitutional principles, but then they want to be involved in health care. Mm-hmm. I mean, from one chapter to the next, you're already contradicting yourself. So let's cut the regulations. Let's return to what government should be, self-governance, put the people back in charge, and let's get out of our way and let's just win. Uh, healthcare. You brought this up. Brandon Martin, by the way, on KNST AM 790, uh, Republican candidate for Congress, CD2. Healthcare. Uh, I'm assuming you don't think the government should be involved in any way what, or just a, slightly, not so much. How would you, what would you do if Trump comes to you? Brandon, you have any ideas on how to solve this Obamacare issue? Well, yeah. So instead of going for the full repeal of Obamacare, you dismantle it piece by piece. You get the 50 votes that you need in the Senate, and that obviously in the House, that's not me. But you go line by line through the budget, and you just dismantle it. And you get rid of it, and then you get out of it. Here's the thing. The government likes to have these carrots that they dangle in front of the American people, mm-hmm. and they say health care. Health care is, is a screen because I don't know the government provides health care to the people. They, they get into the health insurance business yes. and the regulations, and they jack up our prices mm-hmm. and then tell us, you remember this one, your, your, your premiums might necessarily skyrocket, yes. right? But you can keep your doctor if you mm-hmm. want to, which some of that was true. But, um, you know, the Unless doctor you portion, keep your doctor. yeah, <laughs> the doctor portion, not so much. So we just got to get 
the government out of the business of health insurance, health care, all of it. Let's let's return to constitutional government. What would you like to see done? How would you well, like to make it? How, in your mind, would you make it easier and more affordable for people to uh, to buy health insurance? Well, I don't believe that the government should really be restricting people the way they are. If you want to pull together, if you want to buy across state lines, you want to do that, great. Go out there. Let's let an open free market yep. work. And it's going to drive up the quality and drive down the prices. Mm-hmm. Competition's so, a good thing. Absolutely. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. So okay. get out of the way. Let the free market work. And you'll see that the American people, when it comes to living and buying more time, we spend more on health care than we do anything else. Mm-hmm. People want to live, and they'll find the best way to do it. Trust me. Well, and you know, it's incredible to me. People say health care as if there's some magic potion that'll make you better. When It's people's responsibility. But it's America. If you want to go eat Lay's potato chips and ice cream all day, that's your deal. But don't expect me to pay for some kind of a pill to lower your cholesterol. That's, your, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, personal responsibility. Imagine that. Sleep more, eat less, eat less sugar, whatever you want to do, or not. Or, or eat whatever you want. Eat whatever you want. I don't care. I really don't. It's your life. Just yeah. don't make me pay for it. Exactly. And don't expect me to pay for it. Brandon Martin's on KNST AM790, uh, conservative uh, Republican candidate, CD2. Um, now, when it comes to government spending, yes, how are we going to um, cut it? What are your ideas to cut? Because we have we have a, a ma- uh, just a major deficit. Uh, it gets bigger every single second. Yeah. What do we do? Well, here's the quote. This is the reality of it. We have to start electing the right candidates mm-hmm. because you see our Republican-controlled Congress right now that just passed a $1.3 trillion omnibus bill. And uh, I supported a budget that was put forward by Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky uh, that called for it was the penny plan yep. cut for a one percent cut across the board to everything except social security mm-hmm. and only 21 republican senators voted for so it. that's the thing i mean the republican party they're a bunch of phonies yeah it's a bunch it, of phonies. and their platform they say we want to balance the budget but then they sit there and pass a 1.3 trillion dollar spending bill so we got to get the hypocrites the establishment the business as usual people out of washington and put the people back in there Okay. Uh, where can people find out more? Website, social media, that kind of stuff. You're going to be around doing things, talking? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, martinforfreedom.com is the website. There's a link there, Facebook, Brandon Martin for Congress. Follow our events. I'm having a fundraiser in, in Sierra Vista, my hometown, Sierra Vista tonight, 630, Hana Tokyo, Hibachi Grill. Uh, we're going we're gonna to pack that place. I want to line out the door. But if you're listening right now and you are tired of the establishment, you're tired of the Tucson swamp, more of the same, the, 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 you know, the reason why our roads don't get fixed, the reason why Tucson is so far behind Phoenix, if you're tired of the establishment, go right now to my website, martinforfreedom.com. Go click donate. Click $250, $500, $100, whatever you can do. Do it right now so I can come back to Garrett and say, Garrett, I want to buy more advertising. I want to beat the establishment. I want to beat left-wing Leah, and I want to represent the people of CD2. All right. Brandon Martin, candidate for Congress. Thank you for coming in, man. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You got it. 751, it's KNST. Oh, yes. Hi, it's 807. It's your morning ritual on this Thursday. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Everything good? How could it not be good? Three things I think you know. The Trumpster uh, walks out of NATO with a big win this morning as an impromptu press conference 
says, oh yeah, member committees are now, uh, member the members, the member countries now committed to paying more. They are going to pay more. It's what's going to happen. Uh, the French president says, oh, we're just going to, you know, nothing really to see here. We're, we're, we're going to pay what we said we're going to pay. So we're going to pay more. We have sound bites. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is Peter Stroke is testifying right now. Um, and he said, I can't, in front of a congressional committee, the FBI guy, uh, the disgraced FBI agent, he said, I can't answer questions about the ongoing investigation into Russian meddling. I can't answer. I can't answer. I can't answer. Can't answer about your texts. You know nothing's going to happen. It's just as an evil, evil, evil dude. Uh, and why do these people always seem to get away with it? It's like the system's rigged. Third thing I think you need to know when it comes to winning, uh, the Trumpster has unleashed our energy. And we are about to become the top producer in the world when it comes to oil crude. Beating Saudi Arabia. Top of the world. Never gets any uh, actual press. Three things I think you need to know. Now, uh, did you hear that interview I did with Brandon? Um, Brandon Martin, Republican candidate for Congress, CD2. Good to hear him. Good to hear Danny Morales. You know, and you can make your choice. Because the other choice is the establishment candidate, uh, Leah Marquez-Peterson. And Leah, oh, Leah. And Leah knows my cell phone number. She, I know she has people listening. Uh, maybe now she knows what chain migration is. I don't know. But the fact that she'd be so flippin' arrogant, it doesn't surprise me, though. Does it, surprise you? It, doesn't, it shouldn't surprise anybody, right? That she's so arrogant. When it comes to, um, well, everything. Like, she's the chosen one. She's the, the hand-picked successor to Martha McSally, who is also establishment as hell. We talked about it at 6.40 this morning, how Martha McSally went to a meeting uh, in Payson. The Chamber of Commerce up in Payson, working with the Republican Party in Gila County, said, we're going to have McSally come here. They sent an e-blast to the member of the chamber, said, if you'd like to come on down, uh, be part of the meeting, go ahead. Well, the newspaper up there in Payson is called The Roundup. They, the general manager is on the board of directors for the chamber. So he said to one of his editorial writers, go ahead. We're part of this. We're part of the chamber. Go ahead. So this writer, uh, this employee from the Payson Roundup, introduces herself to Martha McSally. Martha McSally goes over to the head of the Republican uh, Party of Pima, I'm sorry, of Gila, Gila County and says, I want her out. I want her out. The reporter said, but we're part of the chamber. The GM is one of the board of directors. He's on the board of directors. Doesn't matter. Martha doesn't want you here. Backroom dirty dealings. And then to top that off with Leah Marquez-Peterson calling Brandon Martin right when he got into the race months and months ago and said, let's meet for coffee. And she got a coffee to go because she's like, I basically have one thing to tell you. It's going to be quick. Drop out. I don't want to waste my money beating you. That's what she said. Put me up over there if you don't mind. And then uh, I asked Brandon more about that, and he gave these details. This is incredible stuff. Uh, you know, I figured she's going to come in. She's going to introduce herself. She's going to tell me why she's important and why mm-hmm. she thinks she's going to win. But then she says, I want you to drop out. And I look right back at her, and I say, you obviously don't know who I am. <laughs> I said, you better run on the issues because I am going to win up and down the street. 
I, I, and I told her, I said, and you should debate too. And she said, I'm not going to debate. And I said, you she should said debate. I'm not going to debate. Yeah. She's like, look, I don't wow, got time. She really she's like, I'm a, I'm about raising money. She's like, that's all she, that's all she cares about. I'm raising money. So there you go. I'm not going to debate. Why should people know what I uh, actually uh, think and believe? I don't think she thinks and believes much. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Leah Marquez-Peterson is the absolute definition of what we don't want anymore. She's what we've had. Leah Marquez-Peterson is the reason Trump was elected. And she hates Trump, by the way. She can't stand Trump. She can't stand the wall. The fact that she get up there. You know what an arrogant, pompous person she is. I'm not going to debate. She doesn't think if she if she somehow wins. She doesn't think that she actually works for the people. She works for the people that give her money. I'm not going to debate. Why should I debate? I don't need to debate to win. I only need money to win. And how do you raise money? Well, I mean, you could do it the old-fashioned way, which is, well, it's not even the old-fashioned way. You do it the honest way, let's say. Where you say, like Brandon said, these are what I'm running on. This is what I believe. Boom, boom, boom. If you like it, donate. Leah does it the old-fashioned way, where she'll get into a room and say, I'm running, and listen, you donate to me, I'll make sure you get what you want. I'll be fighting for you. Now, you and me, she's not fighting for you and me. But she'll be fighting for the donors, the special interests. And she does want to be held accountable. She is Martha McSally freaking Jr. Martha McSilent. She, listen, she is the swamp. She's connected. I mean, honestly, it should scare the hell out of you. If you're in CD2 and Lee is running, it should scare the hell out of you. Because she was uh, the head of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber. She knows the businesses. She's going to do everything she can to look out for them. Cheap labor, you name it. Not us, not you, not me. We've had it with this. And by the way, again, here's the thing. If I'm wrong about this, like this, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to brag. I'm just stating, I'm just stating an actual fact here, okay? This is a very influential show, and it still blows my mind that it's that way. Like, I'm just a clown on the radio. Good-looking clown, smart clown, but I'm a clown on the radio, right? I like to have fun. But we reach a lot of people, right? We, we talk to a lot of people, a large audience. And if you are running for anything or you're mentioned and it's wrong, I'm pretty sure, especially if you have my cell phone number, Facebook, whatever it might be, you would want to contact me and say, no, 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 you're wrong. It didn't go down like that. It didn't happen like that. Blah, 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 blah. And you would want to get in here and set the record straight. But listen, Leah Marquez Peterson is proving to be corrupt as hell already. Corrupt as hell already without even winning the primary. It'd be cool if she just ran as a Democrat. I mean, she basically is. When you hear this stuff between between her doing that, and by the way, remember, Jim Click wanted her to run. What does that mean, huh? What does that what does that show for you? Allie Miller, Supervisor Allie Miller said on this show, Leah called her up. They met, and she said, when Mr. Click said, I want you to run, she said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So again, who does Leah Marquez work for? 
It's obvious, isn't it? It ain't you and me. And then you hear guys like Brandon and Danny, and I'm pretty sure they'd be working for you and me. No accountability whatsoever. Not only is she clueless, I mean, she is, she's, she's swamp. She's slimy. It's, it's just gross. All right, 817-880-KNST, 880-5678. There's always more that can be said. And you can hit me up on Twitter at Garrett Lewis, Garrett at KNST.com. You can even call. Um, It's really, really gross what she is, uh, what she's doing. But you know what? It's all being exposed. I mean, there is a giant swamp here in Pima County. There's a giant swamp in Tucson, and it's being exposed. But there's more to talk about as well. There's Trump, and then there's also Stormy Daniels. This is one of the greatest stories you're going to hear. You're going to hear Stormy Daniels, the porn star, suing Trump, going everywhere. The media is praising her to be like some kind of a hero and an angel and everything else, right? Like she's oh, because she hates Trump, and they're putting this porn star up on a pedestal, and they don't realize porn stars just go on stages. They don't go on pedestals. They go on stages with like 12-inch clear high heels on and nothing else. Anyway, she got arrested for groping undercover police officers while she was stripping on stage. Do you know what she actually did? This is this is phenomenal. Will the media continue to prop her up, so to speak? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, we'll continue. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 825, Gary Lewis with you right here. Going to be uh, 93 for a high today. Thunderstorms scattered throughout the day. Uh, The Democrats are turning this Peter Stroke hearing into a circus. Refusing to acknowledge how biased this clown is, this disgraced FBI agent. Before we get to Stormy Daniels, which I think is uh, probably uh, on a higher level. Uh, they, They just... They are just throwing monkey wrenches. They're doing everything. Like this is not going to be good for Democrats. They're doing everything they can to defend this uh, this this Peter Stroke, who his texts and evidence speak for itself. We'll have more on that coming up. I have sound bites coming up. Uh, first, though, first, um, there is a summary of Stormy Daniels getting arrested. She was arrested again. The media darling porn star Stormy Daniels. Media attacked the Clinton, Bill Clinton uh, victims of sexual assault, and they praise the porn star. I'm just, do whatever you want, I'm just saying. It says here, at about 11.30 p.m., a dancer using the stage name Stormy Daniels, later identified as Stephanie Clifford, made her way to the main stage, because that's what happens. They, Stormy Daniels on the main stage. She began performing. The majority of the patrons got up from their tables and stood immediately adjacent to the stage, throwing dollar bills at Ms. Clifford. You know, it's been dollar bills for so long. Would you think it would, like, go up? Like, it used to be a quarter to play a video game. Now it's like a dollar. Like, throw three bucks at it. Like, no inflation at strip clubs. During her performance, after removing her top, exposing her breasts, she began forcing the faces of the patrons into her chest and using her bare breasts to smack the patrons. It's assault, brother. I believe they call that motorboating. Here's the thing. She did this to undercover officers. The officers also observed Ms. Clifford fondling the breasts of female patrons. Who is she? Harvey Weinstein? Matt Lauer? 
As soon as the officers observed the afore... And again, this is who the media props up. She's suing Trump. Oh, yeah. As soon as the officers observed the aforementioned criminal activity, Detective Lancaster, Detective, Detective Keckley, and Officer Prather approached the stage. Ms. Clifford, and these are undercover, Ms. Clifford made her way over to Detective Keckley and began performing in front of her. Her. Ms. Clifford leaned over, grabbed Detective Keckley's head, and began smacking her face with her bare breasts and holding her face between her breasts against her chest. That's some undercover work right there, huh? Honey, what are you doing tonight? Ah, we got a sting going on. What we're doing is, uh, where's the sting? Well, strip club. Now, could a husband get upset at his wife for having Stormy Daniels do that to her? Legitimate question. Because we're not going to go any further yet, but let's just say this happened to a man, right? Undercover police officer investigating. Stormy Daniels grabs his head, shoves it right between her breasts. You know, one of those. Would that person's wife be mad? Like, if that was your husband, would you be mad at that? Would you say, I understand it's work? It's a double standard, isn't it? If all of a sudden the husband doesn't get mad at the wife for having that happen, maybe he'll be mad because he's like, why didn't you invite me? Anyway. Ms. Clifford then made her way over to Detective Lancaster and performed the same acts on him, forcing his face into her chest between her breasts and began smacking his face with her bare breasts. Ms. Clifford then moved down the stage where Officer Prather was standing and began fondling Officer Prather's buttock and breasts. Whoa. She then fought, so two chicks and a guy. She then forced Officer Prather's head into her chest between her breasts and began smacking Officer Prather's face with her bare breasts as she had done with all the other patrons and aforementioned officers. Interesting. During this time, Detective Rosser was standing back near the bar area witnessing the criminal activity. As soon as Ms. Clifford moved on from Officer Prather, Detective Rosser made his way through the crowd to advise the other officers that he was exiting the club to request the assistance of patrol to arrest the aforementioned three suspects. All three suspects were arrested without incident. Wow. How about that? So again, would husbands be mad if that happened to their wives? Again, legitimate question. Jasmine, if your husband's an undercover cop, that happened to him. Would would you be like, I get it, it's your job? And maybe you can understand, but be a little bit mad? Probably a little bit mad, right? She fondled undercover, she motorboated undercover cops. And apparently this does, they don't get arrested very much for this. Her lawyer's like, this is politically motivated. It's de- Yes, that's it. Trump called the Columbus police and said, make sure you do this exactly what happened right exactly what happened um men women she doesn't discriminate but uh yeah 
<clears throat> she was released on $6,000 bail within hours of being arrested. Uh, she's going to uh, plead not guilty. Um, three counts of misdemeanor sex offenses. Uh, her dirtbag lawyer said it was a complete setup. It's absurd. Law enforcement resources are being spent to conduct a sting operation related to customers touching performers in a strip club in a non-sexual manner. That's non-sexual? That's non-sexual? Um, I'm just saying, in a, you know, pre-marriage, I may have taken a, a trip or two to a gentleman's club. Uh, I never witnessed this stuff happening. It never happened to me like that. So there you have it. Pretty good mugshot on Stormy there. Not bad. Not bad. So that's the latest going on there. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Yeah. Uh, We'll continue. Um, More on uh, the Martha McSally uh, and and what's her name? Um, Leah Marquez Peterson. I got sound bites coming up of Peter Stroke literally lying through his teeth. It's all coming up right now. Uh, Mr. Ons. Mr. Ons is having their extended happy hour tonight. Four to eight. Go enjoy it. Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure, Mr. Ons, you're not going to get any uh, Stormy Daniels treatment, but it's okay. They still have phenomenal service at Mr. Ons. I mean, great service at Mr. Ons uh, when it comes to great specials. Four to eight, the happy hour. It's a steakhouse, Japanese steakhouse, dedicated bar area, and a patio. You can go to set outside. Maybe it'll be raining a little bit. It's a covered patio. It'll be cool. It'll be nice. You get great views of the mountains. It's it's so beautiful here when it rains, isn't it? So go get yourself some great drinks. $2 beers from 5 to 6, specials from 4 to 8. Whether it's small plates, appetizers, uh, sushi, you could even get the Tepon delivered to your table. It is up to you at Mr. On's tonight. There are a lot of great things, right? I mean, you have, you have great things going on when it comes to what Trump did in NATO, uh, the NATO meetings. Uh, enjoy it. Celebrate it. Life is good right now. So treat yourself and enjoy yourself to a great happy hour and food at Mr. On's Oracle and Rudisil. Find out more at MrOnTucson.com. Being informed unleashes a great feeling. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yes. What's going on? 841. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Um... The Trumpster got a big win out there at NATO. He left. He's now in uh, Britain. But got a big win out there at NATO. Uh, He came out impromptu press conference this morning, and he said, guess what? All the countries have committed to uh, rate to spending. They have committed. It's happening. It's a big win. They're going to do it. Um, that's, That's what he did. That's what he did. It's going to happen. Big win. And then, of course... The French president comes out and he says, well, no, no, no. It's, it's what we're going to do anyway. Not according to Trump. We'll see. Second thing that I think you need to know um, is that uh, Peter Stroke, we're going to play highlights coming up. Peter Stroke is testifying right now, and it's kind of a circus. This guy is a bad, evil dude, man. Denying everything. I'm not biased. Blah, blah, blah. Now his lover, Lisa Page, didn't show up to testify yesterday. Now she's going to do it tomorrow uh, in front of a, well, in, in a closed, closed meeting. Third thing I think you need to know, and I think this is a big deal, too, locally. Uh, news broken on our show. Brandon uh, Brandon Morton running for Congress, CD2, Republican, said he was approached by Leah Marquez-Peterson, also running in CD2, 
Uh, she told him, you better drop out. I don't want to waste my money beating you. And he said, well, you better, you know, give me a break. You don't know who I am. Uh, it's all about the issues. You know, you better debate. Let people know. She goes, I'm not going to debate. I'm going to raise money. It's about the money. You know how much money it takes to do this? You know how much money Martha McSally raised? I'm not going to debate. I'm going to raise money. That is Leah Marquez-Peterson. Three things I think you need to know. Now, I'm going to play for you um, a little bit of what happened between Trey Gowdy. And no, I'm honestly over it. It's entertaining. Trey Gowdy, talk, 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 and nothing ever freaking happens. Is it his fault? I don't know. Maybe get excited, but nothing ever happens. Like, it's a, you know, we want Stroke to leave there today in cuffs. Ain't going to happen. However... Um, he said some things. Let throw me up, I'm up over there. This is uh, Trey Gowdy, Peter Stroke going at it. Here we go. Free of your text, Mr. Strzok. It was the existence of your bias that got you kicked off. Kicked off of the Mueller team he's talking about. No, Mr. Gowdy, it wasn't. I do not have bias. I don't My have bias. My personal opinions in no way. Well, then why did you get kicked off? Why did you get kicked off? Mr. Gowdy, my understanding of why I was kicked off was that based on an understanding of those texts and the perception that they might create... Well, hang on, that hang on a second, Agent Mueller Strzok. Hang on a second. Perception. Integrity. You're saying it was the perception there are 13 Democrats on the special counsel probe, including one who went to what he hoped was a victory party. That's a perception problem, too. They weren't kicked off. You were. Hmm. Why were you kicked off? Mr. Gowdy, I cannot speak to special counsel Mueller. How long did you talk to him? These reasons why he did or did. How long did you talk to him when he let you go? I've... Short meeting, somewhere between 15 to 30 minutes, probably around 15 minutes. And your testimony is Bob Mueller did not kick you off because of the content of your text. He kicked you off because of some appearance that he was worried about. My testimony, what you asked and what I responded to was that he kicked me off because of my bias. I'm stating to you it is not my understanding that he kicked me off because of any bias, that it was done based on the appearance. If you want to represent what you said accurately, I'm happy to answer that question, but I don't appreciate Ooh. what was originally said being changed. I don't give a damn what you appreciate, Agent Strzok. I don't appreciate having an FBI agent with an unprecedented level of animus working on two major investigations during 2016. Wow. The so chair then, recognizes so Then he wants to answer it. At any time. He wants to answer it. Hang on. The time has been respond to. Yes, you may. Yes, you got it. He wants to respond. Uh, Sir, I think it's important when you look at those texts that you understand the context in which they were made and the things that were going on across America. In terms of the text that we will stop it, you need to understand that that was written late at night off the cuff and it was in response to a series of events that included then-candidate Trump insulting the immigrant family of a fallen war hero. And my presumption, based on that horrible disgusting behavior that the American population would not elect somebody demonstrating that behavior to be president of the United States. It was in no way, unequivocally, any suggestion that me, the FBI, would take any action whatsoever to improperly impact the electoral process for any candidate. So I, I take great offense and I take great disagreement to your assertion of what that was or wasn't. As to the 100 million to one, that was clearly a statement made in jest and using hyperbole. I, of course, recognize that millions of Americans were likely to vote for candidate Trump. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge that is absolutely their right. That is what makes our democracy such a vibrant process that it is. But to suggest somehow that we can parse down the words of shorthand textual conversations like there's some contract for a car is, is simply not consistent with my or most people's use of text messaging. I can assure you, 
Mr. Chairman, at no time in any of these texts did those personal beliefs ever enter into the realm of any action I took. Furthermore, this isn't just me sitting here telling you, you don't have to take my word for it. At every step, at every investigative decision, there are multiple layers of people above me, the assistant director, executive assistant director, deputy director, and director of the FBI, and multiple layers of people below me, section chiefs, supervisors, unit chiefs. Yeah, let's ask Jim Comey. He's been uh, honest and right? How about the McCabe guy? What do you think of this? Oh, yeah, good ones. Case agents and analysts, all of whom were involved in all of these decisions. They would not tolerate any improper behavior in me ah. any more than I would tolerate it in them. That is who we are as the FBI. And the suggestion that I, in some dark chamber somewhere in the FBI, would somehow cast aside Secret all meetings. of these procedures, all of these safeguards, and somehow be able to do this is astounding to me. It simply couldn't happen. And the proposition that that is going on, that it might occur anywhere in the FBI, deeply corrodes what the FBI is in American society, the effectiveness of their mission, and it is deeply destructive. Big oh, the, the, applauding. The, the, the applauding. Mr. Chairman, I have a... And Trey Gowdy's face is priceless. I used to like him a lot more, but I mean, his face is he's just disgusted by this guy. As you, as you should be. He's just disgusted by this guy. Um, yeah. So we have that, which is nice, right? It's taken out of context. You don't understand. I have more from um, from Stroke. Uh, listen to this. Opening like many statement. people, I had and expressed personal political opinions during an extraordinary presidential election. Many contained expressions of concern for the security of our country, opinions that were not always expressed in terms I'm proud of. But having worked in national security for two decades and proudly served in the U.S. Army, mm-hmm. those opinions were expressed out of deep patriotism and an unyielding belief in our great American democracy. At times, my criticism was blunt, but despite how it's been characterized, it was not limited to one person or to one party. I criticized various countries and politicians, including Secretary Clinton, Senator Sanders, then-candidate Trump, and others. But let me be clear, unequivocally and under oath, Not once in my 26 years of defending our nation did my personal opinions impact any official action I took. Right. This is true for the Clinton email investigation. Right. For the investigation into Russian interference and for every other investigation I've worked on. It is not who I am. Right. And it is not something I would ever do. Right. Right. Stroke won't answer questions. He says, I can't answer these things. There's an ongoing investigation going on. Ongoing investigation. Ongoing investigation. Mm-hmm. Kimberly Strassel tweets out from the Wall Street Journal, did Stroke use the ongoing investigation excuse when he gave private testimony? Presumably not. So why is it now valid to avoid questions? So we have that. So there you go. That's, uh, that's what's going on in this kangaroo court, which once again, uh, at least that was somewhat entertaining. Um, it was comical. But just know it's not really worth your time because nothing, nothing is going to come of it. Right? Yeah. Um, one of the texts, remember, I have no bias. Uh, Peter Stroke uh, texted his, uh, his lover, Lisa Page. Trump supporters are poor to, all poor to middle class, uneducated POS that think he will magically create jobs for them doing nothing. 
Right. Poor to middle class. Uneducated. Uneducated. Uneducated POS. Think he'll magically create jobs for them doing nothing. That's what one of his texts was. Eight, it's out of context. You don't understand it. You don't understand. Okay, thank you. This guy is just a real piece of garbage. He's a real POS. Uh, all right. Um, it is uh, 851. We have to get to more stuff. Uh, highlights of what Trump said today. Uh, the Wimbledon guy. You're going to like that one as well. Uh, I got more to play from Brandon with the whole Leah situation, which I think is a huge, huge, huge thing. And we'll get ignored by the local news because it is what it is. They have the... They, they have to report it on a fire somewhere, so who knows. Uh, we'll continue. It is your morning ritual with me, Gary Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Ah, oh, yes. Hour number four already? It's 9.08. It's your morning ritual with me. It's what you do every day. And I appreciate it. Gary Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, um, the Trumpster had a big win today. Another big win out in um, Brussels. He left NATO, but before he left, he did an impromptu press conference. Said all the countries now committed to spending. They're going to do it for defense. It's not going to be just America. Uh, and even the NATO Secretary General, the guy that runs NATO, is like, yep, Trump's having a big impact. We'll get to that in a second. It's a huge win. Second thing that I think you, and it makes the media so mad. Second thing I think you need to know, uh, Peter Stroke, the disgraced FBI agent testifying, uh, and it's been like a kangaroo court up there, um, and uh, he said that his text messages were taken out of context, uh, he can't answer certain questions because of an ongoing investigation, all kinds of stuff. They tried to hold him in contempt. I mean, it's been a mess, uh, but he, it's not, he's not doing himself any favors, I'll tell you that. Uh, he's not going to get locked up, not yet, but it's not looking good for him. Third thing I think you need to know, we had Brandon Martin on the show. He's running for Congress, Republican candidate, CD2. Uh, he told the story of how the establishment candidate in CD2, alleged Republican, Leah Marquez Peterson, uh, had a meeting with him when he announced he was getting in the race. And not even much, let's meet down in Sierra Vista. He said she got the coffee to go, not even to sit there and talk to him. She said, look, I need you to drop out. I don't want to waste my money beating you. And he was kind of taken aback. We have the sound bites. We can play it. Taken aback. She said, I don't waste my money beating you. He said, well, I'm going to go on the issues. You better debate. She said, I'm not going to debate. I'm going to raise money. You know how much money it, it takes to win a campaign? Not to like win the people over with ideas, money. She said, do you know how much money Martha McSally had to raise? I have the money. I'm not going to waste my time debating. Yep, three things I think you need to know. Really quick, I'll even play that for you right here. Brandon Morton said it uh, on my show a couple hours ago. Listen to this. Am I up over there? Cool. I, you know, I figured she's going to come in. She's going to introduce herself. She's going to tell me why she's important and why mm -hmm. she thinks she's going to win. But then she says, I want you to drop out. And I look right back at her and I say, you obviously don't know who I am. <laughs> I said, you better run on the issues because I am going to win up and down the street. I, and I told her, I said, and you should debate, too. And she said, I'm not going to debate. And I said, you she should She said, debate. I'm not going to debate? Yeah, she's like, look, I don't wow, got time. She she's really like, I'm, a, I'm about raising money. She's like, that's all, she, that's all she cares about. I'm raising money. And there you have it. There you have it. So anyway, we have that. Now, uh, the Trumpster came out and said that uh, they got a big win today. It's making everybody mad. The media doesn't want to believe it. Oh, they don't want to believe it. No, 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 no. Can we play number 38 real fast, if you don't mind, Jasmine? Jasmine's in for Ryan. 
going to be that way for a while because Ryan is on a vacation um, with his good feet arch supports. All right, this is this morning uh, at the press conference that Trump walked out and started talking to the media. 40 minutes. Here we go. For years, presidents have been coming to these meetings and uh, talked about the expense, the tremendous expense for the United States, and uh, tremendous progress has been made. Everyone's agreed to substantially up their commitment. They're going to up it at levels that they've never thought of before. Uh, Prior to last year, where I attended my first meeting, it was going down. Uh, The amount of money being spent by uh, countries was going down and down very substantially. And now it's going up very substantially, and commitments were made. It's going up very substantially. And media did everything they could to attack him. Everything they could to attack him. I want you to hear this. This is epic stuff. I'm going to put this on my website, KNST.com. I'll put it on Facebook as well. Um, Christian Amanpour works for CNN, hates Trump. She thinks she's got something good here. I'm going to invite the... um, Secretary General of NATO, Jens Stoltenberg, the one that Trump basically, well, he was having his breakfast with him allegedly yesterday. We put the sound bites. This Jens guy was trying to defend Germany. Good luck with that one. Um, anyway, uh, so she brings this guy on thinking that, you know what, he's going to he's gonna really rip, you know, it's over now. This is this morning, just a little while ago. Trump, I think he's lying about this whole spending thing, blah, 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 blah. So she wants this guy to rip Trump. I want you to hear the questions and answers. Here we go. So can I just first start by asking you, all the allies were really concerned and nervous, hoping that this summit was not going to devolve into a debacle like the G7 summit did with disunity and pulling out of communiques. How would you say you assess Mm -hmm. the unity and the success of this summit? And she's hoping it's bad. By the way, Pulling out of the communique. Has the world rotated in an odd way on its axis? Is Are things spiraling out of control because he pulled out of the communique of the G7? What about the communique of the G7 in 2015? How about that? What impact did that have? Whatever. Listen. This has been a very good summit. Oh, uh, no. Because actually we have had very open and frank uh, discussions. There is oh. no problem to have different views uh, and open discussions as long as we're able to conclude and deliver decisions. And that's exactly what we have done. Uh, yes, there have been uh, different views. There, we are 29 allies discussing different issues. But we have also agreed on how to strengthen NATO with the high readiness of forces, stepping up the fight against terrorism, reforming our command structure, and not least we have agreed that we need to spend more. There is a a new sense of urgency on the importance of uh, investing more in our defense. New sense of urgency? I wonder where that came from. This was a good summit? Amon Poor is hoping that that, uh, this guy would say Trump is a brute. This guy doesn't belong here. He is causing problems. We're going to have chaos throughout the world right now. Didn't happen. More. I have more. Here we go. So let's take that issue, the new sense of urgency. President Mm. Trump, as we know, and we saw it publicly throughout the summit, keeps demanding this 2%. In fact, he even demanded more, up to 4%. He not only did that, he, uh, he demanded more to happen almost immediately rather than in by 2024, as you NATO allies have agreed. So first and foremost... 
Has President Trump secured a pledge from NATO allies, as he said today, to immediately start spending more, uh, up to 4%, or putting down a huge marker? He himself said $33 million more. Billion. Has he, have the allies agreed specifically to figures demanded by the president today? And she's hoping he says, nope, wasn't like that, don't know what he's saying. He is lying. This is bad. But she gets disappointed. Here we go with Jens. The allies have heard his message loud and clear. And his strong message on defense spending is having a real impact. What? Damn. This is terrible. Just since last time President Trump was here in Brussels at the NATO meeting uh, last May, uh, European allies and Canada have added $41 billion extra for defense funding. Oh. So we have turned the corner before the trend was down. Now the trend is uh, really going up. What? Wins again? Hang on. Uh, and uh, and uh, all allies agree that uh, we have to make good on the commitments we have uh, made. We need to increase defense spending substantially. Thank you, oh, my goodness gracious. So, I guess Christian Amanpour is a bit disappointed, right? I mean, let's go back to the night before. CNN again. Number 42, Anderson Cooper. This is how he starts his show. Here we go. It's like the world gone crazy this morning. Trump's performance was beyond belief. Good evening, everyone. That quote what? is from a senior European diplomat talking to CNN about the NATO summit in Pause Brussels. And what the because we give a crap about what European diplomats think and do and say as they watch Europe actually spiral out of control into open borders mayhem, being taken over by illegal aliens, migrants, terrorists, acting like refugees. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're, we're working out well. I really give any kind of credibility to what a freaking European diplomat says. Oh, yeah. That's like getting, uh, you know, uh, nutritional advice from Rosie O'Donnell, right? That's like getting marriage advice from Stormy Daniels, right? I mean, shall we continue, right? Let's continue. Here we go. Brussels and what the president said there today. Now, this diplomat, we should point out, is not alone. The Western allies have been talking about it. The Russians have been talking about it. The world is, and tonight so will we. Oh. Yet as shocking as it may be to our allies, shocking. as troubling as it is to some American lawmakers on both sides of the aisle, it should not be surprising whether voters at the time gave it much credence. What happened today in Brussels is what Donald J. Trump campaigned on. Mm -hmm. He said he was going to do this. That's right, and he did. And he did. As a matter of fact, Anderson Cooper, let's do 43 real quick. Really, 43, the, he, Trump is wrong. Here we go. The problem is the beliefs he campaigned on and tweeted about and stirred up crowds with on the stump, they do not happen to be based in fact. Oh. And the concern is he either does not know or does not care to know. Or worse, that he does know better hmm. but chooses instead to disregard the facts to make some larger point. Oh, you know who didn't say that? The guy that runs NATO. He didn't say that he was wrong, did he? Yeah, uh, more because so he just said that Trump is not right. There's these nothing. Nothing's based in fact. Right. Well, when we get back in about uh, four minutes, you'll hear Anderson Cooper literally contradict himself. Because it was more than just Trump saying what Trump said. It, it, you know what Trump said? You know, they're not paying enough. Other people have said that, too. We'll get to that coming up. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. 
Members have their own defense budgets and have agreed to spend 2% of GDP on defense by the year 2024. Now, as you can see from estimated 2018 numbers, some have already hit the target, some have not. And yes, oh. the United States does spend far more than any other NATO country. And yes, past American presidents, including the most recent one, have criticized NATO members for not spending enough on defense. What? Just like Trump, were they wrong too? Did you attack him? One more, 45. He continues with that, so he contradicts himself from a couple of sound bites ago, saying Trump is factually wrong. Let's continue. Past presidents have referred to burden sharing, even used words like contributing. Oh. They have not, however, said or suggested that other NATO countries owe the United States money, let alone back payments, mm. which, again, these two countries do not. And other presidents have openly recognized that NATO member nations contribute to the forward bases that allow the U.S. to be a global military superpower. Really? Also, that many sent soldiers who died for us in Afghanistan after 9-11 because the NATO treaty, Article 5, calls for just that. Yeah, okay, so, and we send troops all over also. We help everybody. They allow us to have base, they contribute the bases. They want us there to protect them. Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Uh, one other thing that Trump brought up yesterday, the pipeline, right? The pipeline from Russia to Germany to give him natural gas. Since he criticized it, media attacks him. He's an idiot. He's a buffoon. He's crazy. He's stupid. He's this. He's that. Blah, 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 right? Well, let me take you back to May 4th, 2016. Let's do number 37. John Kerry talking about this Russian pipeline. Oh, yeah. John Kerry, Secretary of State. This Russian pipeline, do you know what it is? This might be a surprise to you. So Trump thought it was a bad idea. John Kerry also thought it was a bad idea. It's, it's called, the exact name of this is called the Nord Stream 2. 800-mile pipeline project, uh, natural gas going from eastern Russia to northern Germany via the Baltic Sea. All right? John Kerry said it was bad. Listen to this. We're also going to discuss one other specific issue of deep concern to me and to everybody here. Deep and I concern. think that's the Nord Stream 2 oh. uh, pipeline. Oh. Uh, this project has provoked a very heated debate on both sides of the Atlantic, mm. and we are convinced would absolutely have an adverse impact on Ukraine, on Slovakia, and Eastern Europe. Mm -hmm. It's not good. It's not good. What's funny is that John Kerry has tried to uh, rip Trump. He's ripped Trump for talking about Germany and what he said about NATO countries not meeting defense spending and stuff like that. John Kerry tweeted out that the statements were disgraceful, destructive, yet John Kerry agreed with Trump about the pipeline going back to two years ago when he was Secretary of State. Even Joe Biden said that as well. Even Joe Biden. Joe Biden said August uh, 25th, 2016, no country should be able to use energy as a weapon, things like that. From our perspective, Biden said, we think this is a fundamentally a bad deal for, for Europe. It looks like a fairly bad deal for Europe. Uh, Europe needs uh, diverse sources of gas, not in our view, a new Nord Stream 2 pipeline to lock in greater reliance on Russia at this moment. I know it will fundamentally destabilize Ukraine. That's what Joe Biden said. But Trump says it. Idiots. Wrong. This, that. Blah, 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 blah. That's how it works, isn't it? 
That's how it works. Um, now, I have more. Really quick, just so you know, I found this to be pretty, uh, pretty funny. Pretty funny. Protesters. Apparently, there were supposed to be protesters out there. NATO protesters. Because it's Trump. You know, wherever there's Trump, there's protesters. They, want, they had their slogan. It was called, Make Peace Great Again. They got a copy, right? Organizers said, we're expecting a few thousand protesters. Yes, yes. You know how many showed up to Brussels? A couple dozen. A couple dozen. That's it. Nothing else. Euro News's Damon Embling reported organizers were expecting a few thousand people to attend the protest, but just a few dozen turned out. Oh. Euro News's Damon Ambling asked one of the organizers why only a couple of dozen demonstrators showed up at the protest. Organizer said, quote, I think it's what went wrong is not the good question to ask. I don't even know what that means. I think it's what went wrong is not the good question to ask. Don't ask me that. Don't ask me that. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? I'll get to the Wimbledon stuff coming up. Uh, Got to get to the Martha story one more time. She had a reporter kicked out. It's You need to hear it. I mean, it's exactly what Martha does. Kicked out of uh, a meeting. Shh, you can't hear what I have to say. Between that and uh, Leah, Leah Marquez McSilent. Oh, yeah. They're all the same. That's what happens. Um, 931, uh, when it comes to your heating and cooling, your AC unit, right? It's working overtime. Your AC unit is going to be working so, so, so hard to suck out the humidity that's in the air right now as we have thunderstorms and to try to make your your house cooler. Is it going to last? I mean, when it works that hard, I mean, things happen. Parts break down. When was the last time you had your AC unit looked at? Orion Home Services. O-R-I-O-N. OrionHomeServices.com is the website. Orion Home Services. For just 49 bucks, will come to your house and do a summer service AC tune-up. They'll make sure everything is working like it should. If it's not, they'll let you know what's not working. And they don't just, they're not salesmen. They're not going to, well, make something up. We're here. That's not what they do. They pride themselves on integrity. That's what they're about. They actually take pictures. If something's messed up up in the attic in the unit or outside, they take pictures to show you. When Justin from Orion came to my house, he took a picture of the capacitor, 8.2. Explain to me. Got a whole website. Out. It's supposed to be a 10. Here's why, blah, blah, blah. I said, man, how long is it going to last? I said, it could last two weeks. could last two years. I said, you know what? Fix it. I don't want to deal with this stuff. So look, we problem prevented because my wife would have looked at me like I'm the devil. If the AC went out tonight at 8 o'clock, why didn't you get this fixed? Why didn't you even look? Get ahead of that. Trust me. They're open 24-7, 365 for emergencies, but try to avoid it. 838-0970, 49 bucks, peace of mind. OrionHomeServices.com. He doesn't need to take a selfie because he thinks about himself all the damn time. Yes. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis Doing is on now. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, Jasmine, crank this part up. I like this part. I say it every time. Hang on. This is a good part. Really good part. Yes. Thank you. 941. Jasmine's in for Ryan. Uh, Ryan is on vacation. Which for his wife is not a vacation. But it's it's time off. Let's just put it that way. But then again, it's almost like time being served. But whatever. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, 
The Trumpster had a huge win uh, at uh, NATO. Even the NATO Secretary General said, oh, yeah, big impact. on C- Disappointed CNN's Christian Amon-Paul because he said good things about Trump. Big impact. Oh, it was a great meeting. What? What? How could it be great? He's an idiot. Nope. Big. Huge. Trump said we're upping the spending. Is that true? Yeah, they all know they need to spend it. What happened? Big impact. Second thing that I think you need to know. Uh, Peter Stroke is testifying right now. Uh, and he says that uh, even though he had those thoughts, his texts, it didn't affect any of his work as an FBI agent, which is hilarious, right? Hilarious. Um, it was it was just it was a mess there. The Democrats are doing everything they can to, to defend Peter Stroke. It's unbelievable. He said he's unbiased. His texts were based on Trump's horrible, disgusting behavior, but he's unbiased. Third thing I think you need to know, we'll get to this. Um, Brandon Martin was on the show earlier. Leah Marquez Peterson, the establishment candidate, Brandon Martin's running for Republican uh, CD2, the congressional seat. Martha McSally's seat. Uh, Danny Morales is running, Brandon Martin's running, and Leah, the establishment, is running. Uh, he said that Leah, when he first started running, uh, he said he began the race. She said, quit. I won't waste my money beating you. I'm not going to debate. All I do is raise money. Oh, yeah. And she said, you know how much money is raised? Oh, yeah. That's the kind of person Leah Marquez Peterson is. Three things that I think you need to know. Yep. You have that. We'll get to that. And again, and, and the big story about Martha, 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 uh, kicking out a member of the media from a meeting with the Chamber of Commerce up in uh, uh, Payson. Dude, what is wrong with these? I mean, these are just the swampian of swampian of swampian. Before I get to your calls and stuff, too, I need to also uh, tell this to you. Wimbledon is going on. I've seen zero of Wimbledon. I don't care. Not the biggest tennis fan. Nothing against it. Blah, blah, blah. But there's an American guy. You know, where? what was the last great American tennis player? Andre Agassi? Pete Sampras before that? I mean, who else has been good, right? Um, Andy Roddick was okay. I mean, look, they're professional, but not like Connors and McEnroe. You know, Agassi was excellent and Sampras was excellent. Anyway, there's an American guy named John Eisner. Six foot eight. John Eisner. And uh, he's going to really piss off a lot of people. Um, Trump is a, a big tennis fan. So the media, you know, they always want to know, right? Media out there at Wimbledon. This guy's now in the uh, semifinals. Um, he reached the semifinals in Wimbledon. And the media said, would you like Trump to come see you? Cause he's going to be in Britain. And, you know, they're expecting and they're hoping they say, no, I don't want that guy here. He's a racist, sexist, blah, blah, blah. But this guy actually said, quote, no, I, I'd love to have Trump come watch me. That would be awesome. Maybe I'll tweet at him if I win on Wednesday. I know a lot of people won't like that, but I don't care. I don't care. Um, how about that? Apparently, I mean, I've never heard of this guy. He's 33. He's not like a spring chicken. Apparently, he's never really done well. Uh... At Wimbledon, it says here he's known for an absurd match against Nicholas Mahout in 2010 when he he won it 70 to 68 in the final set in tennis. But he said that'd be cool if Trump's here. Don't people won't like that, but I don't care. People are are you know more and more every day they're realizing the dude does really well and they like that he's president and they're not afraid to say it anymore. 
you're going to have idiots attack this guy. You know what? Who cares? Say what you want on social media. As I told my five-year-old, sticks and stones may break your bones, may break my bones, but names will never, words will never hurt me. Nothing like that. I, I took, don't worry about it. We were playing. My, he's obsessed with Uno now, my son. Right? And um, he has these, he's learning these statements now. He's like, ah, first is the worst, second is the best, third is the one with the hair he just. So he's obsessed. We were playing Uno a couple nights ago, and uh, I won because all I do is win, win, win. And, my, and he looks at my wife, Mom, let's, let's, let's play for second place. And he already won a few games that time. So my wife beat him for second place. So I looked at him and I said, ah, oh, you have the hairy chest. And he lost it. No, I, I had to teach him, listen, somebody ever says something about you, you look at him and you say, I don't care. And they'll get so mad because they want you to be mad and if it doesn't bother you. So he's learning that lesson. And that's what I think people need to do. Like, don't be afraid. What are they going to say about it? Who cares what someone says? Good? No? Winston, welcome to KNST. Hello, Winston. How are you? All right, I enjoyed you in Ghostbusters. Go ahead. Hey, thanks. One of my better roles. There hey, you go. Uh, <laughs> I love it. The uh, thing that makes me kind of laugh and cry at the same time is when I listen to these people on the left, Christian Amapur, like you said, and, and others, every time Trump does something, whether it's new negotiations with North Korea or we're going to get NATO to pay more, or the tariffs, or whatever, all of these Democrats and liberals are saying, oh, but where's the proof? Where, what have you actually done? Where is the money? Where's the proof? As if, if you don't have something tangible, then it's not progress. And yet, these are the same people that are fine. In fact, they consider it a huge accomplishment to get all the countries together in Paris and make a document that says, none of us are actually going to do anything except promise that we're going to try our hardest to try to lower our carbon emissions over the next 20 years. All we're going to do is promise, but let's give a standing ovation for a document that's nothing more than a promise. But, boy, if it's Trump saying that, you know, he's going to lower uh, the tariffs and uh, get NATO to pony up more, they're like, well, show us the proof. How much much have they actually (laughs) ponied up? Exactly. That's a great freaking point, man. You know, yeah, they, they never demand proof. Uh, for Paris Climate Agreement, is it ever going to do something? They never demand proof uh, about Benghazi, right? They never demand proof of anything with Hillary's emails. But Trump says this is going to happen. The NATO Secretary General backs him, and they still don't want to believe it because they hate him so much. They're so deranged. It's a great point, yeah. Winston. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate it. Sure. Thank you. Take care. Um, it's a great point. Damn, I wish I would have said that myself. I don't want to get mad. All right, uh, so more great points, by the way. More great points. Um, I want you to hear the couple of sound bites uh, that I have. This is the first one, again, with Brandon. and I. It's all there. If you missed it, again, Brandon uh, Martin was on the show running for Congress, CD2, uh, in the 7 o'clock hour. And he said that uh, as soon as he said he was... Oh, no, no, turn, turn it down. Sorry. Do I have something up over there? Was that me? Oh, it was me? Oh, yeah, yeah, I see what's going on. So, anyway, Brandon said... Um, uh, that there is, um, uh, as soon as he j- jumped in the race, Leah wanted to meet with him. He was down in Sierra Vista, where he's from. And, uh, well, this is what happened. I'm up over there now. Okay, listen to this. I get a call from uh, left-wing Leah Marquez-Peterson. Leah Marquez-Peterson. And uh, she says, hey, we need to talk. And just happened, we were actually close. She was just leaving Sierra Vista. So 
She comes over and gets a coffee to go and says, I want you to drop out of the race. Just like that. Just like that. Didn't even get the coffee to stay. Got a to-go cup and said, I want you to drop out of the race. She says, you know, do you know how much money it takes to win a congressional race? Do you know how much money I've raised? Do you know how much money Martha McSally raised? Look, it takes a lot, and I don't want to spend my money beating you. I want to spend it beating the Democrats. Uh Uh-huh, and there's more. The arrogance. Hey, drop out. Do you know who I am? Backs me. More, here we go. I, you know, I figure she's going to come in. She's going to introduce herself. She's going to tell me why she's important and why mm-hmm. she thinks she's going to win. But then she says, I want you to drop out. And I look right back at her and I say, you obviously don't know who I am. <laughs> I said, you better run on the issues because I am going to win up and down the street. I, and I told her, I said, and you should debate, too. And she said, I'm not going to debate. I said, you she should She said, debate. I'm not going to debate? Yeah, she's like, look, I don't wow, got time. She she's really like, I'm, a, I'm about raising money. She's like, that's all, she, that's all she cares about. I'm raising money. There you go. There's Leah Marquez-Peterson. By the way, Leah, you know my number. You know how to contact me. Leah's people, I know they're listening. Uh, if you'd like to respond, you can feel free. I'd love to get you on the show to talk about it. I mean, here's the thing. If um, if somebody said something like that, which is pretty damning about me and it wasn't true, I would be chomping at the bit. Chomping at the bit. To clear up that ridiculous thing. But apparently it's not, not bad. She knows my number. Um... She was good enough to come on and battle about the border and the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and the border wall and all this stuff. And now again, just like some others, like Steve Christie and the rest, they go radio silent. Funny how that works, huh? Uh, a good one. And by the way, you can comment. 880, I'll try to squeeze you in. 880-5678-880-KNST. Uh, one more I got to get you again about her mentor, Martha McSilent. Same people managing Leah managed Martha. Same backers, same everything. Uh, and it's really sick as to what happened, right? Really sick as to what happened. Um, we will get to that coming up in about uh, four. Don't you go anywhere. Please stay with me. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.